You're now tuned in to Life Song Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to accurately studying the Word of God in a comprehensive and biblical manner. Listen in as host Phil Ramsey and Blake Shankle dig into the Word line by line, verse by verse, leaving no stone unturned. Grab your Bible and your notebook and get prepared to study the living, breathing, active Word of God. Now, here are your hosts of Life Song Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Life Song Radio. My name is Blake Shankle and with me is Mr. Phil Ramsey. Hello, Philip. Hello, Blake. Good how to you see doing? you. Fine, how are you? Did you get your present I brought you? Where's it at? You didn't, you got your present. What? I was, uh, some money? Yeah, where my office is, there's a, a big antique store. Oh. He says, man, you got any vinyls up there? I'm like, vinyls? What's vinyls? <laughs> 45s? <laughs> yeah, I said 45s, and then he said LP. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, you like records. You got any Christmas, old Christmas records? And I found an old Elvis Presley Christmas album. Yep. So That's perfect. That's, your, that's exactly. That, I appreciate it's it. It's 10 bucks. Merry All Christmas. Right, I, yeah. <laughs> I had to pay for my Christmas gift. I love, I love records. I yeah. love at this time of year. Uh, it's funny. The other day I came in, my my daughter stayed at home by herself. I come in the other day and she had done. She she likes them too. She likes jazz. She's is, young, ten. Uh, well, how old? Is she? Thirteen, and she was listening yeah. to them. You listen to the. Uh, you, do you have an old? What do you call them? A phonograph? It's just a. Uh, or is it one of those new? It's ones? It's the new one. But, but you, can you still hear the pop? Oh the, yeah. Oh, that's oh cool. yeah. You can hear everything. Maybe we could set our our entry <laughs> song to uh, put put it on a forty five or an LP. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how they used to. Uh, I think that's how they used to DJ, wasn't it? Really? I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm not much on LPs. I, I just like, I have my dad's. Mm-hmm. And so this was my dad's record player. This was oh, his really? record. So I sit in my office oh, and, that's cool. and I'll sit there and study and I'll have the records on. So I like listening to old records and especially this time of year, we were sitting up, pushing up the Christmas tree the other day and had um, uh, Dean Martin playing in the background. Oh, Elvis. drunk Dean. Yep. <laughs> he was drunk. So, but, you know, I just knowing that my dad used to listen oh, to those yeah. and stuff. So good, anyway. good time. Yeah, so I appreciate the Christmas gift. Thank yeah. you. I'll have something next for you next time. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah, but it, we know what we have a gift in store for our audience today as well. This this scripture, man, I tell oh, you, good. you know, you and I, we've uh, again, we always talk about this is how we text back and forth. But it's a daily thing. But man, we've just grown through this scripture. I told I told you the other day. I said if nobody else grows yeah. through this scripture, at least you and I will. Yeah, we may have one or two listeners. That's but about- but you know what? I have this has been uh, it's been wonderful for me. It has just mm. uh, blown my mind actually. And what we're talking about today is is, is just as good as verse one and two that we've been on for three weeks. Yeah, we've been we've been dining on some meat lately. Yeah. And you just you really see God's plan for his church, for his bride, and how it's supposed to work. Hmm. And so as we get into verse three, you know what we have to do? You can't get to verse three until you go through verse one That's and right. two. That's right. So if you've been with us over the past several weeks, we've been going through verse one and two and last week we really fleshed it out with a lot of application. But Before you get to three, make sure you are a living sacrifice, you know, living your life, uh, uh, being a living sacrifice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and knowing the will of God. You know, we talked a lot about that last week, which is uh, one of our most like programs, I believe. I think people really resonated with that. So that's good. Well, we I think we and we need to do something 
we need to talk about that a little bit more, maybe on a side podcast yeah. or something like that. So where we can take a little bit more time and not be rushed on that and, and just kind of really dive into that and maybe pull the scriptures. Uh, but but anyway, uh, but you're exactly right, Phil. I mean, Paul has already instructed us here in verses 1 and 2 of chapter 12 that we're to present our bodies as a yeah. living and holy sacrifice. And that is the divine. That's what God, you know, God has called us to do that. That is the basic requirement that God lays down for every believer. And, and before service in the kingdom c- can begin, Again, our our worship must begin with the offering of ourselves, yeah. and so that's what Paul has said. And 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 let, let's read our scripture here. Let's back up to chapter twelve here. And let's, so uh, so what you're saying one. is it's worship yep. before service. Absolutely, you, you have to yeah. have it in order. Yeah, yeah. And that worship is not not singing, not this but hand. It can, but it can be. It, it, it's a portion. It's yeah. a way of which you worship. But this worship is this this giving of ourselves. It's this offering of yourself upon the altar of God. Every day, all day. Yeah, it's a 24-7 thing. It's and Every morning is a new day, and we renew ourselves, and we're, we're offering ourselves to God's service. And when we do that, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more today, is you know what, we're going to talk about gifts. Yeah, and and how do you know what the gift is in your life? We're going to talk about maybe if we can get to it today is some steps to to think through that and to and to what does it look like to 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 know what my gift is? How do I get to that point to know what my gift is in the body of Christ? But we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, going back to verse one of chapter twelve, Paul says, "Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a here's what we said a living and holy sacrifice. That's that's what we're to do. He 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 urges us, and we talked about that acceptable to God." God. That that he's saying, our, our, when we do that, that's acceptable worship, and so which is your spiritual service of worship. There you go. And do not here's the negative: be conformed to this world, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that and here's the here's the hint of clause: you may prove that the will of God is that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. We talked about all that last week, and now this is the divine right. This is this divine order that God has set before us, and now we're going to get into this practically. What does this look like practically? And that's what Paul gets to here. Uh, you know, first it's the vertical toward God, and now he's going to get to the horizontal. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's the same way uh, Jesus taught this in Matthew is what? You're to love your Lord God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then what? Then love your neighbor. Yeah. So it's the same aspect toward God first, and from that, everything flows. Yeah. You know, that's the horizontal flows here. It's inseparable if you will. You have to have the first before you have the second. You Yeah, if you don't if you don't have that, this ain't going to happen. But right. if you have this, now this can happen. That's you can't a, get them out of order. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think some people might do that. Some people uh, as I've we get in, done it. Well, as we get into gifts, some people are they're definitely working working doing things yes. maybe maybe even in their giftedness but yet this is off yes. right here yes. and so you can't do this that's right unless this you, is absolutely in place. you can't hit on all cylinders on this before this yeah. worship of god this uh, living and holy sacrifices in place so so um, paul he he lays out here in front of us today uh, is the service within the kingdom and the serving of others, yeah. the, the ministry of others, of serving. And so, though there's, here's the thing, though we have uniformity, right? There's, there is this uniformity, and that is that we're all believers in Christ, that we have this, this offering of ourselves. That's to be the uniform. You and I both are to do that, right? But from there, it's kind of diverse, yeah. if you will. We're a diverse body. From that point on, 
there's many gifts. Yeah. Where Paul describes the body feels, there's the eyes, there's the the limbs, the legs, the you kidneys, know the kidneys, the, the heart, the vessels. It, the, there you go, the cells. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many things that wake up, and everyone's diverse. We're not called to be the same people. And that's a, that's a really big point right there. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, it would be kind of boring if we were all the same, yeah. right? And we wouldn't grow. So we're gonna we're gonna unpack that a little bit here in a, in a little bit. But like a body that has many members, so the body of Christ has many members. And 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 verse six tells us they have many. They have different. gifts. Gifts mm-hmm. that we have different gifts. Uh, we all stand upon the same common ground in the unity of commitment, or as we commit ourselves to Christ. But from there out, tremendous diversity in our service. So the primary focus, I think, here these verses that we're going to read here is is to demonstrate to us that though we all enter into the place of uh, usefulness with the same utter and total self sacrifice, there's a complete uniformity there. But there's great diversity that Paul's going to tell us about. And, and he, he emphasizes that here. Verse 3, he tells us, For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to each of us, is to exercise them accordingly, if prophecy, according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And I'll stop right there. So, Phil, Paul, he he says here in verse 3, for though the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think. What, what's going well, on? Well, here? Paul, Paul is writing this, and and as, as you look at this and the grace that was given to Paul, first we know this: he was saved by grace. He was saved by God's mercy mm. and by God's grace. But I believe in context here, uh, he's speaking as an apostle, which is by the grace of God. Sure. Uh, Galatians uh, 2.9 says, And when James and Cephas and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given to me, they gave the right and hand of fellowship to Barnabas and me. So this grace that he is, is speaking about is his apostleship. Absolutely. Yeah, it's no, we're not talking about saving grace here. No, we're not yeah. talking about saving grace. Right. This is the this is what God's uh, this is what God has has called mm-hmm. Paul to do. Yeah, this is a position of apostle, position of authority here. Absolutely. That's what he's saying here. So he says and here he explains this, right? For there's this explanation here for through the grace given to me, this grace, this grace of being an apostle, I, he says I say to everyone and and and, and this everyone Who's he speaking of? Yeah, everyone, everyone in the body of yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. If he's speaking, he's speaking to the church at Rome here. But yet, he's collectively yeah. everyone, every believer that's been saved by the blood of Christ, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so you know what that says to me? We need to listen up. Yeah. This is practically, practically, if you want to live practically and see what you want practicality and and an application for your life, then our ears need to be attuned to what Paul says. He says, "Hey, listen up here. I have authority. I'm telling you with authority, and it's time to listen up. I'm fixing to say what I'm fixing to say is is, is big." He says to uh, for me to say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think. Uh, you know, it's easy. It, What's funny is it, it, Paul doesn't pull rank here. 
Paul doesn't say, for the grace of God, that I, the apostle, mm-hmm. are saying this. He doesn't if use that. Could, if anybody could do that, it would be Paul. But in a, but in a, in a verse of humility, Paul doesn't pull rank. Right. Paul, Paul realizes that I'm speaking of humility here. And and, and I'm, I'm, which is key. He he doesn't pull this humility card, and I think that's the first point we really need to realize here is is this what Paul's fixing to speak of here in this service is is that we need to we need to be humble people, and and we need to resist the pride that is within us. Feel right. So so Paul, he what he's saying here is authoritative because of the grace given to him by God to be an apostle. And here's what he says. He says, "I say to everyone among you, uh, uh, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think." Now, this word think in the Greek uh, comes from the word phrone, or, or phrone, uh, P-H-R-O-N-E, the, the Greek word phrone. He uses it four times within this scripture here. He says, and, and I think we have to watch that, uh, you know, that's very important. He says not to think, there's that word, more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment. This sound judgment has the same word as well, this this thinking mm-hmm. here. And so uh, uh, he, he uses it four times. And I think it's better, we could translate it like this because it can be difficult uh, if, we're, if we kind of read it like that. You're like, what does he mean? It can be translated like this, not to be high-minded above that which he ought to be minded, but to be so minded as to be sober-minded. I know, stick with me here. Or... <laughs> Look here, don't not to overestimate oneself beyond a true estimate, but to estimate oneself with a proper estimate. Yeah. I think that's a lot easier to understand. He's saying, what is he saying? I would say in in your gifting, don't think too highly. And you see that a lot. Somebody maybe somebody might have a a gift, maybe it's visual. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it, maybe it's seen by the masses. Maybe it's not a blood vessel or a kidney. It's maybe it's a hand or an eye or whatever. Yeah, you're speaking someone of prominence, maybe a pastor or a teacher or someone who's out in the in the, yeah. in the forefront, oh, yeah. evangelist. And they they do not need to think more highly. Yeah. So don't get puffed up. Yeah. Don't think that the word super. I'm trying to think. Of, trying to look it up in the uh, the Greek here. The word. Uh, Hype, hyper, what's the word? Yeah, hooperphrone. Ho- is yeah, the, is yeah. He puts the hooper in front of it, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. To think more highly is that, that's the word there. To yeah. think, what does it mean? To think proudly. It's the opposite of humble, actually. Right, right. So. And, and so he says, he warns us, and what he's saying is, is he's saying, and it's funny because he doesn't overestimate him own self, right? He says, by the grace of God, I'm an apostle. And he's saying, if I don't do that, you don't do it as well because it's all by the grace of God. He says, don't overestimate yourself. Don't think that what you're more than who you really are because, in fact, it's nothing that you've done in the first place. Because what has he done to us in the first 11 chapters, Phil? He is he has walked us through who we once were, but then he said, Man, I've seated you've been seated with Christ, you've been justified, you've been redeemed, you've been uh, glor- you've been glorified, you're being sanctified. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, you, you've we God has done all these things. Don't puff yourself up and really, hey, Gentiles. Remember, we're coming off of the context of Jews. Don't, don't, you know, he's already kind of give these warnings to the Gentiles. Don't get on out there and don't get too puffed up or conceited because it's all by God's grace. And he says, don't overestimate yourself. It's the sin of exaggeration. That's what he's saying. He's saying, don't think more highly than you ought to think. Don't overestimate your value or your gifts, just like you said, or, or think you're the next leading evangelist or preacher. It's an, and it's an ugly sin that, that needs to be contained. That's so what he's saying. So basically, check yourself. Yeah, check yourself before you wreck yourself. 
<laughs> but but no, but but yeah, he's uh, I did a beat, I did a Jimmy, but but but, but uh, he uh, he's saying he's saying resist the 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 pride and the arrogance, yeah, and, and it, that's tough. It is. It can it can it can, especially uh, in the ministries that I've been in, involved in since I've gotten saved. It, the things I've been involved in wasn't the blood vessel or the kidney or the heart. Yeah. They were kind of external things sure. seen by the thousands and thousands. And uh, and the things that I do are visual. And so people are like, man, thank you, Phil. Yep. Awesome, Phil. Awesome, awesome. Pat, Pat, Pat. Awesome. Yeah. Great. You're awesome. I'm like, And if you don't, and I know in my life, and I probably have went the other way. I'm like, yeah, that was good. Hey, that was good, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Wait till next week. Right. You know, so you just have to check yourself and don't think more highly. Yeah. Keep it in perspective. Have a balance in God's giftedness and, and what he's called you and gifted you to do. Sure. Well, and, and why is that? It's not because it's nothing you did. That That's the whole. It, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a merited gift. It's something God gives you a part. It it's actually goes in the supernatural category. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about natural things. We're talking about things that God gives that, uh, and I think we'll probably get into it in a minute, but you can't boast about it because you did nothing to, yeah. to, to earn it or uh, cause it or whatever. It's something that he gives you to use in the body. Absolutely. Apart from him... Giving it to you, yeah, didn't have it. That well, that and it, yes, we need to. We'll, I think we'll unpack that here in just a second. But you're exactly right, and in this humility feel, it's absolutely essential in serving the Lord. And this can be so hard for us as believers. I know it is for me. This hum- humility, you know, because it's you get caught in one ditch or the other. You either are not humble at all, or you're so humble over here that you're you're uh, virtue signaling. Your humbleness, you know, it's just woe is me, you know, wanting someone to puff you up. To, yeah. You know, we, we do that as well. So we need to be humble. So so it's kind of, hey, self-sacrificing, offering your body to service. But yeah. then in doing that, the next step is to be humble. In fact, Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse 16, he says, do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. In other words, don't elevate yourself above others and don't think you're so good that you can't rub shoulders with those in the lower status or those behind the scenes within the body of Christ. We have to check ourselves with that. You know, in our churches, man, I, I just look at myself. Do when I come to church within the body of Christ, who who am I associating with? Am I only just kind of sticking with this one group over here? Mm. You know, do I think I'm too good for that? Or man, am I loving on just Anybody. Right. You know, we have to be careful. Galatians 6 3. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives what? Himself. Uh, Ephesians 4 1. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which you have been called. Paul telling us, he's, he's telling us uh, that we're to, he's imploring us to walk in this worthy of a manner. But w- what is a step one of walking in a manner worthy of calling, Paul says? He says in verse two, with all humility. Yeah. So it's key. Yeah, third, uh, third John nine. We 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 read about a guy. I'm not going to say his name right. It says I have uh, I have uh, written something to the church, but I'm just going to call him Dio. Okay, is that good? That's good. Beal. Dio, who likes to put him himself first, does not acknowledge our authority. Mm. So you have to check yourself. Check check your uh, make sure you're humble. Yeah. And if you're a believer, you've been gifted by God. You know, I would say most people, if you just ask them directly, what is your gift? Most probably, 
probably couldn't tell you. And I don't think that I don't think that's that big of a deal. Sure, you know, because there's a, you know, you have a gift. You probably have, you have a major a major gift, and there's probably a lot of th- a lot of things that branch off of that. But but we all been gifted by God. If you're a believer, you have a gift, and it is to be used in the body. So so be humble with it. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews yeah. ten twenty four. Let us let and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So this is how we are to live. Yeah, we're, we're to, you're exactly right. We're to live humble lives. Uh, we, we are to humble ourselves. We're to truly humble ourselves beneath the mighty hand of God. And, and I think that's what we call to ourselves today, application. May we humble ourselves. May we be humble before God. And, and as humble is, it's just humility is, is knowing we need to have this mindset of knowing that we weren't, we weren't saved by anything that we've done. And we weren't gifted by anything that we've done. Mm-hmm. It was all because of God's grace. And that's what humbles. When we realize mm-hmm. what God has done for us, then we, we give ourselves over and we're humility. And, and God will exalt us, as First Peter says. You know, what, what is humility, really, I guess is the question. Many, some people will define it as, as uh, 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 sort of meek, maybe quiet, maybe introverted a little bit, you know, uh, maybe invisible. People say, man, that guy's really humble. He doesn't ever say anything. Someone said this, well, he may just be stupid, you know. (laughs) I mean, you know, it may just be stupidity. No, that doesn't mean, that's not humble. He may just be ignorant. He may just not know nothing, you know, may not be able to voice anything, you know. But uh, humility is not overestimation, but it's not underestimation Mm -hmm. as well. It is a, as Paul says, it is a sound judgment, it is the right judgment, the right estimate. And I think that takes wisdom. Yeah. That takes time. That takes self-reflection. That takes, guess what, a prayer life. God, just reveal those things within my life. Anyway. Uh, you said uh, you said something a few, few seconds ago. You know, it's real easy in your gift to, to be prideful. It really is. And another way that, and we were talking about this earlier, give you an example uh, man, I'm, here's an example. Live it out with me, Blakey. I, I mean, I, I made this video, but you know what? I don't think it was too good. Man, I thought, Phil, what do you mean? That was the greatest video I've ever seen. I just didn't think it was good. Man, you're crazy, man. You did a wonderful job today. Wonderful job. In fact, I, I'm my, gonna, my say that again. My ear set yeah, was yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, you did a wonderful job. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's I, false humility. It, and I've done that. And as, yeah. as as I was studying that today, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And all these people coming up my brains. Yeah, they do it. They do it. I'm like, oh my goodness. I've done yeah, that, yeah. You know, and you know, I just, I just have. Yep. I just remember times in my life where maybe in some insecurity there, I'm like, I was, I was doing that. Sure, and sure, I learned scripture. Well, and that's, that's me it. Here. It, here, hey, he puts us in a full Nelson, as our pastor says. You know, and and we get squeezed in and squeezed out. And man, we're 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 going. This is what sanctifies us. The word, you know, if we didn't have this word, we wouldn't know. So, right. but but Paul says this humility, and here's let's leave, it goes to the second half of this verse here. He says he goes from the negative. This is what you're not to do, right? Hey, hey don't think of yourselves too highly. Don't ever estimate yourself because you're nothing without God. He says, but here's the transition, right? Here's the here's the positive. We he says, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each measure of faith. But he says, but to think as to have sound judgment. He's saying, he's saying here, but be sensible. Yeah. 
don't don't overestimate yourself, but don't understand yourself. There's a there's a fine line within there. You need to to be sensible. It, it, it's yours may say I don't know. Some scripture may say soberly. Mine says sound judgment. And it, it, it means to be in one's right mind, to think sensibly, to see think sanely. Sober judgment. Yeah, it, yeah. Ex- there you go. If you don't if you don't think about yourself the, the way you ought to think, then it, you're insane. Basically, that's kind of what the word means. Is if you don't think about it, you're insane. You're out of your mind, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, no, be within your mind. Um, Paul says to think soberly, to be in your right mind. We're to have a re- we're to have a realistic view of ourselves. Yeah. I think you know. Yeah, just a, a real good balance. Yes, yes. Not but, too high, but but not too low. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not to go around saying, "Oh, I'm a filthy worm," like you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just wretched. I, I don't, you know, I, I'm just this ugh, bag of worms and all this stuff. Yeah, we are a bag of worms, but we're not to go around virtue signaling that. Don't think too high. Don't think low. But just not you. Not to don't think high. But but think high. But not too high. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Yeah. It, it, you know, we need to be. Mark five fifteen uses this. But you, the 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 same word is used when uh, the demon possessed man. You know, they, they yeah. bring him before Jesus, and the demon uh, they they Jesus cast the demon out, and and in it he, he says this verse fifteen. And they came to Jesus and saw the demon possessed man, the one who had the legion sitting there, clothed and in his right mind. He wasn't insane no more. In his right mind, mm-hmm. sanely, sober minded. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what he's saying. Have that right estimation about yourself. Yeah. But uh, uh, Paul, he he's saying here uh, that uh, that we're insane if we think that our ministry is prospering because of us. He says, "Don't. It's not because of you. Yeah. It's because of God." So, uh, but if we're if we're to think sensibly, here's my thing. Then then that means that I was thinking about this today. Then that means there's some things that we think unsensibly about. Right, he's saying have sound judgment, but he's saying there must be times where we don't have sound judgment. Yeah. There, there's a way that we can wrongly over or estimate ourselves, wrong attitudes toward our gifts, and 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 these aren't mine, but these are John MacArthur had listed some wrong attitudes feel about uh, towards the gifts that we need to be aware of. I think this is something that before we move on, what are some you you mentioned one of them, this false humi- humility, if you will, but but there might be some attitudes that creep in when we're talking about using our gifts and i think one of them as macarthur says is is that using a prominent gift boastfully you know we're not to use this prominent gift in a way that is uh uh that that we're thinking again we already talked about it that you think more highly of yourself it, that was a problem in the corinthian church yeah. they, they love to be boastful and paul he reprimanded them for that pretty good you know we're not to do that and second he says that don't depreciate the value in false humanity Humility, excuse me. Uh, this, this, what you were talking about, going around saying "woe is me," and knowing you have this gift, but knowing it is very unique and God blessed, but playing the game of false humility and wanting people to sort of pat you on the back and build you up. I got another one when yeah. it comes to gifts. How how to abuse them? You ready? Yes. Don't use them. That's a big problem. Think about that. Uh, and audience, I want you to think about this. If you Gifts are to be used. They're, they're, they're for the, the edification, the building up. God's got a plan, you know. Uh, they're used at church as we gather, but also used during the week also. But just think about this. Go at your fellowship where you go to church. Just uh, hopefully this is not you, but look around and see see who – who who are saved or, or they claim to be saved, born again, but yet they come on Sunday 
and they leave. And the next time you see them is on Sunday, and then they leave. Don't do that. <laughs> you have to, as we're not going to get into it today, but when we start talking about the body of Christ, if, if one part of the body's not working, it affects the whole body. And we really don't, we don't think about the reality of how, how true that is. My wife would kill me when I tell you this, but the other night, me and my, uh, was it my, yeah, my, my youngest girl, Grayson, we were, uh, we were in the living room and my wife, we had, had people over for Thanksgiving. She moved some boxes. So, uh, we're almost out of the- <laughs> You better tell your story really quickly. <laughs> anyway, we were in there in the, in the living room, and my wife went into the bedroom, and the lights was off, and she hit a, her foot, her toe hit a box, and she just screamed, and she kept screaming. So we, me and uh, uh, Grayson ran in there, and Cindy, my wife, was literally laying in a box of uh, Christmas decorations. She couldn't get out. And I wanted to take my phone out real quick and take a picture and then put it back in my pocket and then have her up. But she hurt her foot, and it affected her whole body. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that, and, and, and that's what it does to the body of Christ as well, is when we're not using our gifts, when we falsify our gifts too, as well, when we use a gift that, that we, we, it wasn't even our gift, supernaturally gift. We're using a gift that's somebody else's that's not even ours, right? Or, yeah. or we're, we're doing it out of jealousy or something, right? And Paul, Paul, he's saying, and this is the, this is the, if you get anything out of it is, is don't overestimate yourself, but don't underestimate yeah. yourself. You've been granted a supernatural gift by God when you became a believer in Christ, something you did not have prior to that. And God says you're to use that. Yeah. But we need to be sensible about it. Sound judgment. And so next week we'll get into this, but I'll kind of just tease it. Yeah, did you want to tease it? Yeah. Just yeah. hey, this is really big. As God has allotted, mm-hmm. your, your says allotted, yep, mine's allotted. Uh, uh, to each a measure of faith. That's really huge. It and, is. And we have to unpack that. So anyway, yeah. we're glad you tuned in to Life Song Radio. Watch us every week on Facebook Live at, at 8 o'clock. Go to the yep. website, lifesongradio.com. So glad you jo- joined us. We'll see you next week for another edition of Life Song Radio. You've been listening to Life Song Radio. You can follow us on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to continue to study throughout the week, check out the resources available on our website at lifesongradio.com. See you next week for another episode of Lifesong Radio.